This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Your turn, Blake. <laughs> Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC. Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. I'm here today with Spring. Hi, guys. And uh, it's a beautiful, sunny day here in Miami, and I'm excited to be here because we have a really fun question. I don't know. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, but I'm really excited to talk about something at the top of our show today. So this episode is going to be posted on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Ugh. And I know that you have a lot of opinions about Valentine's Day. And I would love to let you talk about them a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... It's the worst. There's essentially not a holiday you could come up with that is as bad as Valentine's Day. Now, now I love lots of people in my life and I'm out there like being happy and friends and I have a romantic relate. Like I love love, but Valentine's Day is not about love. If you think about it, what is it really about? It's about trying to manufacture romance for one day to make up for a year of emotionally neglecting somebody. And then instead of you being close and intimate, you buy them some things and then eat a meal that makes you to a full full to actually have intimate relations with that person later. I don't know. The whole thing is a disaster. You can't manufacture romance one day a year. I think <laughs> that we should make, she's laughing at me. I think that we should make Valentine's day love report card day where everyone, if you're in relationship or relationships or with multiple people or individual people or your dog, I don't care. One day a year, you get a report card where you actually tell the other person how they're doing in meeting your romantic needs, your intimate needs, your sex needs, your love needs. And then if they did a good job, then you get to go out on a date and have some fun, maybe have some intimate time later to celebrate your successful year of love and romance. Um, because you should be, if you're in a relationship with people, if you're in relationships with people, even your friends, you should be having love and romance be a part of it every single day. You shouldn't just be saving that up for a few times a year and neglecting it the rest of the time. Now, if on that report card <laughs> you do poorly, it doesn't mean your relationship is over, right? You can think of it kind of as like, okay, well, we need a jumpstart or we need to work on something or... You know, I need a little bit more romance every single day. So, okay, I'm not done so, yet. So, so well, hold on. So you're just suggesting a check-in, which people should be doing all the time, but this is a nice reminder as a time for a check-in. Yeah? Exactly. Exactly. It should be a time to check in and ask how you're doing. Um, there's a couple other issues I have with Valentine's Day before <laughs> finish. Please continue. Um, so it's problematic because men... If we're talking about people in cisgender, heterosexual relationships, men are expected to produce romance and women are expected to consume it. 
So this it's this really weird, unfair, unbalanced kind of relationship between women and men that it tries to propagate um, because men like romance too and men like being loved too and men like to be made to feel special too. And Valentine's Day, like you might do that in your relationships and if you do, congratulations, that's awesome. But most of the time, Valentine's Day is a really one-sided, lopsided holiday that kind of disenfranchises men and their emotional and romantic and intimate needs too. So right. So if it, we're also if, getting a lot of pressure on men in heterosexual relationships, right? It's a ton of pressure on men, um, and it's not necessarily reciprocated either. Um, and I think on the other side, because the expectations are so high. Uh, women are often left really disappointed whenever their partner, who they haven't been practicing romance with over the whole year, doesn't live up to this one magical night where romance is suddenly supposed to come out of nowhere. right? So it kind of leaves everyone feeling a little off, everyone feeling a little terrible. Um, the kind of love that society tells us we're supposed to do, you know, like with the red card with hearts on it, and then take someone out for red wine and cheese and dinner. Ugh. Yeah. I hate um, We'll talk more about cheese <laughs> later. Um, red wine and like a really heavy dinner and then flowers. And I mean, spread that over three different days. Let someone know that you love them three separate times. That would be doing better than most people do in a whole year anyway. Um, I don't know. But so, if you love someone, tell them you love them every single day. Do something romantic for them every single day. And you will have a much happier, healthier relationship than if you try to just pen it, save it all up and do it on terrible Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> but I would also say that having conversations with that about your partner um, in advance and what their expectations might be for Valentine's Day and what you might want to do and why. And you can uh, tell them that Andrew said <laughs> that they're not going to be doing anything on Valentine's Day with you. But talk about why and talk about, um, you know, what might be a good solution for everybody involved in that relationship. Right. It comes back to the whole basis of all of the big sex problems that we talk about. You got to actually talk to this other person that you're being intimate with. Imagine that on Valentine's <laughs> Day, talking <laughs> with someone to set up expectations that are reasonable, where everyone gets what they need from a holiday that's supposed to affirm relationships instead of destroy them. Okay. Thank you for telling us your <laughs> unfiltered views on Valentine's Day. Oh, Andrew. that was filtered. That was, <laughs> you just wait. Wait, wait. Eventually my book will get out there. Everyone will be getting report cards. <laughs> um, so let me give you a report card, Andrew. Um, I think that you are the most supportive person and you are always there for me when I'm having a bad day or just checking in and seeing how things are going and that means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. So I give you an A++ as a co-creator and a friend in my life. Oh, I feel so, I was just saying earlier before we started recording that I feel so lucky that I get to sit here and talk with my best friend about really fun stuff all the time. Um, so yeah, I'll give you a report card on Valentine's Day though. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So let's get on to our question for today. And uh, we're talking about 
we were just talking about Valentine's Day and going out and maybe having some type of sexual activity with somebody. Um, so we're going to talk about some safe sex today. And this is actually a question I just got from a friend of a friend. Uh, and she was talking to me about different ways that she could have safer sex. And she said the words to me, what is a dental dam? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Oh, well, let's see. A dental dam is the long lost forgotten cousin of a condom. No, um, it's a... It, 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 it is. But what's really interesting is that so few people know what a dental dam is. And I think that, I mean, they've been around for quite a long time and they've been recommended to be used for quite a long time. But it is interesting that they are really really forgotten. Yeah, people don't really talk about them. And and then for those of you who don't know, and it's fine not to know because we don't talk about them in sex classes. We don't talk about them. Like, we just don't talk what, about it very what much. What sex classes? Like, in high school, <laughs> sex classes. Oh, right. What sex class? Right. People just don't talk. They're a little square, usually of latex, sometimes of polyurethane. That's it. Just, just a little square. And if you're going to lick something, so if you're going to do cunnilingus or analingus, you just put it on top. And it's kind of like a square condom for your tongue. So we put it over the vulva, the outer area of the vagina, or over the anus uh, before putting our tongue there to prevent any skin to skin transmitted, sexually transmitted infections. Right. So you have to think about like a herpes and then some of the bacterial ones like um, syphilis and gonorrhea and chlamydia and HPV herpes or HPV, uh, human papillomavirus, or genital warts, all of those can be spread with skin-to-skin kind of contact. Uh, some of those, wait, hold on. Some of those are not typically skin-to-skin, but some of them are mucous membrane to mucous membrane. So if the tongue touches something like a mucus, right. So the bacterial ones are not skin-to-skin, but um, the dental dam covers skin and it covers all of the mucosal uh, parts of both the tongue and the anus and the vulva. Great. Sorry. No, that was perfect. So all we want to know is that really dental dams are very helpful. <laughs> so right. um, it is kind of hard to find dental dams, though. So a lot of places uh, that sell condoms don't sell dental dams. And I think that's another reason a lot of people don't know about them, because they're not out on all shelves. And if you have a really large kind of pharmacy, they might stock them. But I've checked around, and even uh, some of the larger ones in New York City, I haven't seen them in. So we need to be a little creative. So we can, uh, of course, order them online or something, Um, but also we can make them. And there's a lot of really cools that you can make them. Now, I don't really do arts and crafts. I'm not an arts and craftsy kind of person, but when it comes to dental dams, I think it's really fun. Um, So one of the ways that you can make them is you can take any old condom, as long as it's made of uh, polyurethane or latex, standard condoms. Now, the fun thing to do is to take a flavored one in this case. You can take like a cherry or bubblegum flavored one and you snip off the tip and you snip off the base and you just cut right along this, like the long center way. I'm, I'm gesturing and you can't see it because it's only my voice. Um, and you unroll it. And then there you go. You you have to unroll the condom before you cut off the tip in the base. But you end up with like a square of latex that works. So so when you cut off the ends and then just cut down the middle, we have a nice rectangle. And uh, and then it's ready to use, right? Yep. 
you can, uh, and if it's a flavored one, then you get a nice flavored one. You want to make sure if you're making your own though, um, using ones with lubricant on them can leave your mouth full of nasty kind of lube that doesn't taste so great. Um, and if you're using one, if, you, if you're used to using condoms with nanoxonal nine, that's a spermicide in them, it can taste absolutely terrible, right? So you want to make sure if you're going to make your own, an unlubricated one is good. A flavored one is good. A lubricated one is okay. And a lubricated with nanoxonal nine or spermicide is horrible. And you will have the worst uh, oral experience. Yeah, it'll just taste terrible to you the whole time. But you can make them with some other stuff too. Yeah. You, and I think that's the other cool part. Yeah, you can also use um, saran wrap. So if you're using saran wrap, you want to use saran wrap that is non-microwavable. The microwavable type of saran wrap has uh, little small pores in it um, that we do not want when we're trying to prevent sexually transmitted infections. Right. So you can just take non-microwavable, put it into any size you need and go to town. Um, and you can also use uh, latex gloves, so like the same gloves that the dentist used to keep her hand safe when she's in your mouth. You could use to keep your mouth safe when you're in someone else's parts. <laughs> and so similarly, you would just uh, cut off fingers, cut off the base and then cut down the middle. So you have a rectangular piece of latex. And um, when you're using a dental dam, either over the vulva or over the anus, you can put a little bit of lube aside that is going against the person's vulva or anus so that it moves a little and uh, will feel better as you're licking the other side of it as well. Right. It's also less of a tongue workout. So your tongue doesn't have to push quite as hard to get the same kind of feeling for your partner. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's going to happen with DACA? The Dreamers be worried. We love the Dreamers. We love everybody. Thank you very much. I'm Matt Horton, and I'm the host and creator of Status, a podcast that tells the human stories that immigration impacts. Let's talk about this. This was created by President Obama. The Trump administration announced an end. If you're American, by now you've probably heard the news. But have you heard the actual, real-life stories of Dreamers? Find Status every other Tuesday to hear them. Subscribe to Status, Immigration, and People wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we know how to make dental dams. We know how to use them. Uh, what are some other safety things in using them? Uh, you want to make sure that you don't stretch them a lot. It's really tempting when you get one because it's kind of like a balloon square. You want to like pull it over your face or pull it over your mouth, but you don't want to stretch it too much um, because it can cause little micro tears inside of it, which would then let viruses or bacteria sort of get through it. So you don't want to stretch it. You just want to lay it um, kind of firmly on top. So you don't want to stretch it. What else is there? Um, you don't want to flip it over. So if you use it, you kind of lay it on someone and then you go, oh, I want to use the other side. You don't want to do that. Similarly, how you don't want to start to put a condom on the wrong way and then flip it over um, because then uh, we have already let it touch the skin that we're trying to protect. So we want to put it on one way and keep it on that way. And just like condoms, you don't want to reuse it. You use it once and then you throw it away. It's kind of, I mean, in my head, I'm kind of a germaphobe, so I, I couldn't imagine reusing. Kind of. Um, any, I am a germaphobe. <laughs> um, like reusing anything. But it's important to say, just like with condoms or female condoms, do not reuse. Um, 
Yeah, and you don't want to flush them down the toilet either. You want to fold them in a little piece of toilet paper and put them in the garbage. Uh, it's something that will do a pretty good job of clogging your toilet. And, you know, right after you've had nice, intimate relations with another person, the last thing you want to do is deal with an overflowing toilet. That'd be horrible. <laughs> and I think that a related question that we always get is, um, why are they called dental dams? Um, people always want to know what's going on there. And that's because uh, they were originally used in dentist offices uh, to isolate one tooth from the rest of the mouth when doing work um, on somebody's mouth. So yes, they do come to us from the dental world. Thank you. Thank you, dentist who invented this. <laughs> we appreciate it for our and safe that, sex. <laughs> that is not the story in my head of where they came from. What but is we'll go. We'll what go. Is the story in your head? <laughs> oh, it's, it's more like, damn. Like, I don't know. It's just like some kind of fun oral exclamation of sexual pleasure with another person. But why dental then? Be- because it keeps, it keeps my mouth... <laughs> Gently, damn. damn. All right. I, I don't know. Please, please don't know. say that again. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> okay. uh, Are we to the end of what is a dental dam yet? I, I can't. I can't believe it took us 15 minutes to tell people what a square of latex. No, there's a lot of other Valentine's Day that that went into this conversation. But um, I think we are. So we are at our period. And what are we going to talk about today? Um, today at our period, uh, we're going to remind you of a discount code we have with a great company um, called Lovability Condoms. And uh, Lovability is a female-run company that um, makes some really awesome condoms and some other fun products as well. And they also donate to Planned Parenthood for each of them that they sell. So it's a great company. And if you use code the sex wrap, all one word, you get 15% off. And Lovability Condoms, their website is lovabilitycondoms.com. That's L-O-V-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y, lovability with no E in it. Um, and then also their Instagram and Twitter are really fun and uh, follow them there as well. And their Instagram, they post tons of really cute things and they're at Lovability Inc. Inc. Uh, so yeah, check them out. Uh, use our code, get some discounted condoms. Don't sell dental dams, but you could get some of their condoms and cut them and make your own it makes looking at some of their condoms it makes a lot of sense they have really cute little sayings on on the condoms as well and i like their repellent but we'll talk about that another day yeah um so uh if you have any questions at all and you want to uh have us talk about them uh answer them (laughs) talk about them um feel free to send them to us Uh, you can reach us uh, we have a phone it's 413 i wrap it that's wrap with a w um you can email us at the sex wrap at gmail.com. And we're also on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at the sex wrap. Thanks everybody. Have a good one. Happy Valentine's, Happy Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too af- Music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe. <laughs>